Carcon Carne no longer in a car, not for not in a car, probably till August, September. I don't even know. So it is Quarantine Con Carne. I'm James Van Ostel. And Carcon Carne tonight, sponsored by Siren Records McHenry, now offering curbside pickup and online ordering. Check out their new website at sirenrecordsmchenry.com. If you're in a band or own a label or just want to get your product in a real, honest-to-God brick-and-mortar store, message them on social media or call the store. Siren Records McHenry, always looking to support local music. Carcon Carney also sponsored tonight by C&H Financial Services, freeprocessingnow.com. Their web address. It's Carcon Carney. I always believed, I, I still believe that Tuesday night's the worst, Tuesday in general is the worst day of the week. Monday, you kind of spring into action. It's a new week. Wednesday, you're halfway there. Thursday, well, Friday's tomorrow and Friday's Friday. Tuesday's always kind of the crappiest day of the week, which makes it important to do things like this. Cocktail time with Thomas Moore from Let Us Entertain You. Thomas is the divisional bar training manager for Let Us Entertain You restaurants, and uh, he is here to talk booze on a Tuesday night. Do you agree that Tuesdays just kind of stink? Um, I try not to attribute negative thoughts to particular days of the week, but yes, I would say traditionally not a a happy day. It's kind of that weird limbo before. That's it. You know. it, it is. It's limbo. It's totally limbo. All right. So we are live on Facebook as we do this. I want to thank Chancho and Jeff for uh, checking this out and more to come there. So is, how long have you been working for Lettuce? I started with lettuce at the end of 2016, right after I moved to Chicago. And so three and a half-ish rounding years. I think me, like anyone who's lived in this area for any length of time, lettuce entertain you as a part of our lives. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I remember as a small child being taken to R.J. Grunt's over in Lincoln <clears throat> Park. When I became an adult, Baba Reba was like the go-to dating place. Uh, L. Woods is one of my favorite places in the city or suburbs. So I, I have great fondness for all the, the lettuce restaurants and the nicer ones too, uh, you know, wildfire, et cetera. But you handle bar training. So you are a, a spirit master. You are my spirit uh, animal tonight. I, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't say master. Can I call you um, my spirit animal? The one thing, sure, yeah, I love that. Um, <laughs> the one thing I have noticed the further I go down, I'm, the further I go down this path is, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know yet. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, I'm a curious person. So, um, you know, I buy books. I read constantly about it. I just like, you know, I, like, I get really, everybody has that thing that they're nerdy about. I'm really mm-hmm. nerdy about this and I like to learn about it. So, well, if you're I not challenged, know everything. <laughs> yeah, if you're not challenged, if you know it all and what you do, what's the point? Yeah. Well, so if you think you know it all, you're wrong. Really? Absolutely right. So we're going to talk in a couple minutes about some drinks we can make as we're stuck at home because yeah. that's it. We're stuck. So we need to be able to make drinks that are not complicated, but also not too common. We want to be able to do things that are interesting and can kind of light us up as we're just looking for distraction. Uh, is it always five o'clock at your house? Um, I think more specifically, it's always R&D at my house. I have, you can see kind of behind me, I have uh-huh. shelves of There's the research and development. Yep. And then <laughs> off to this corner is another like uh, our 
I guess what you would call like a dining room sideboard is not actually a sideboard. So it's just filled with more bottles. So I'm always kind of tinkering and. <clears throat> yeah. Without even focusing on the higher end <laughs> stuff, is gin the safest bet when it comes to ordering well liquor? Are you, are you better off ordering? Um, no, I mean, I guess define, depends what you mean by safest bet. Safest bet's probably going to be vodka because vodka sort of regardless of what it is, is distilled pretty much the same way. Um, at least for some of the like the big macro brands, mm-hmm. um, you get interesting choices made by some of the craft distillers of vodka. But by and large, I mean, the U.S. government defines it as being colorless, odorless, and flavorless. So you're making essentially the same product. See, there we go. That's why you're here, Thomas Moore. Let us <laughs> entertain you. All right. So it, besides the drinks you're about to show me, let's say stay-at-home orders lifted. You're having yep. 50 people at your house. What are you making to impress them? What are you mixing up? Ooh, um, if I'm having 50 people at my house, um, oh, I'm going to misattribute this quote probably. I'm pretty sure it's from Dave Wondrich, um, who's a cocktail historian, and he's written a bunch of books. And he talks about, like, if you're having a huge party at your house, you don't want to have drinks that you have to be making the whole night because then you don't get to be the host. You have to be the bartender all night. Mm-hmm. So he always recommends making, like, a big punch bowl. You make it in advance, and then everybody just serves themselves, and you get to go and hang out in the party. It's like teach so a man to fish. That would be my move. I would make a big punch bowl and say, serve yourselves, guys. I'm going to go hang out. That makes <clears> sense. All right, so what are you going to make for us tonight? Uh, tonight I have... Um, a Wisconsin old fashioned. Uh, True to which our is something that we, yeah. we sell a ton of them at Elwoods. It's sort of like the the drink of Elwoods. So, okay, I, I did carry out at Elwoods, the curbside mm-hmm. uh, back of the restaurant. I did it like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Elwoods is actually selling kits. Like yeah, we basically try to, to your point about we all need to have something that we can like drink at home that's a little bit nicer or more interesting or what have you. Um, but we didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to put all of the work onto the guests that are coming in. So we've tried to essentially recreate the restaurant experience of having one of our cocktails at home. And so, so in Elwoods, we should explain what Elwoods is. Elwoods oh, yeah. is the supper club concept, nightly specials. There's a prime rib night. The fried chicken's great. Uh, just it's a really fun place, but it has that very Midwestern Totally. Northern Wisconsin. It's based on the Wisconsin Supper Club, the classic Wisconsin Supper Club. Yeah, I just want to provide a little context. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And so, um, and that's why, you know, brown and boozy, the stirred stirred whiskey drinks, the stirred, like the stirred boozy spirit forward drinks are the things that are popular in supper clubs. And so our, you know, top selling cocktails are old fashions. We feature them prominently because they fit the concept. You know, you have a you have barbecue ribs and you have an old fashioned and, and everything feels right in that moment. <laughs> and I remember when we were talking, when the team was talking about how we wanted to tackle this sort of idea of, okay, we can't have people in the restaurant. We can't create the normal restaurant experience that we're used to providing people. How do we recreate that experience in the home environment? And a part of the experience for any meal is what you're drinking with it. Sure. Even if it's, you know, whether it be alcoholic or not. Now, obviously, my focus is on the cocktail, but we wanted to find a way to bring that part of the experience to the home. Um, <clears throat> and so we're selling kits that are, they're full bottles of spirit. I mean, you're getting like an entire bottle. So the kit itself makes probably anywhere from 13 to 16 cocktails. Um, and, you know, not that I, I cannot 
I suppose, legally recommend that you consume that many cocktails in one year. Certainly not. Um, but yeah, if you have, you know. Over time, couple, over the next several months. Or a couple of adults in quarantine together that want yes. to enjoy it all together. Um, you can do it that way. But yeah, we, so the one that we sell at Elwood's is um, like ex- almost an exact recreation of the one that we make in the restaurant. What I have tonight, I picked an upgraded brandy because mm-hmm. I just love this stuff. This is Copper and Kings. You can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made in Louisville and it's like a bourbon barrel aged American brandy and it's just delicious. Um, so that's the one that I used, I grabbed tonight to make something with it. And then uh, at Elwood's, we do um, a lemon cordial. This is like a lemon syrup. Uh, we get that from a guy who produces stuff locally. His name is Todd Apple. He actually, his uh, commercial kitchen is right down the street on Lincoln Avenue, right down the street from Elwood's. So you get your lemon from a guy named Apple. <clears throat> his name is Todd Apple. Not spelled like the fruit, but um, ah. but yeah. sort of a, It's sort of fitting that he went into the fruit cordial business. Yeah, he was kind of... Um, but, uh, incredibly friendly guy um and also great for us to be able to support somebody who's producing local you know well that's just it every decision i make right now i'm trying to point toward local totally stores restaurants whatever i can do it's not like i'm going out or spending money at any great clip but when i do i'm trying to pump that money back into local businesses restaurants as as much as i can Mm -hmm. i feel like i feel like we're all kind of honor bound to do that right now if I don't, I mean, yeah, honor bound, I suppose. Yeah. If you want your communities to look the way that they look, looked before this, if you valued having those, those restaurants and those smaller shops and those local purveyors, if you liked having those people around, then absolutely we should be doing everything we can to try to support each other. And that's been something that we did as a company. We liked to source locally where we could, and we liked to develop those relationships with. Sure. Um, with with partners that had had been with us for years, and we did that before COVID, and we'll continue to do that during and after COVID. All right, so let's go back to the old fashioned. We've got the yeah. candy. We've got the lemon syrup. Yep. What and else? Then the last ingredient for any old fashioned aromatic bitter. So this is. I mean, I have a fancy Dasher bottle, but this is Angostura bitters. It looks like there's um, a genie in there. Like if you rub that, actually, you should I mean, rub that. Yeah. let's see what happens. Yo, it will grant wishes. <laughs> Angostura does grant wishes. So. <laughs> so I. You have to be modest with the amount of bitters you use, don't you? Um, yeah, I mean, so the idea behind the dasher cap, which you can kind of see here, this thing controls the flow out of this bottle, mm-hmm. um, is that you use bitters kind of like you would use salt and pepper in a dish. You know, you're, you're, you're seasoning to taste with bitters. Mm-hmm. And the dasher cap restricts the flow enough that you can, um, you know, usually our recipes would say like two to three dashes. And if you put four dashes in, you're not going to break the cocktail. If you put 10 dashes in, it's a very different drink. So it's you're just very unpopular. You're a very unpopular host if you do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, show me. Show you. Make, make sure. Yeah, absolutely. Drink. So um, I'm trying to see if you can angle this down a little bit. Oh, there it is. So there's the mixing glass. Uh, Again, you, at L. Woods, yeah, maybe you buy some ribs, some fried chicken, and boom, there's your, your old-fashioned kit. And this would come to your table, you know, ready to go. So... For the, the sweetener component, we do like a, either a quarter or a half an ounce, depending on kind of like the level of sweetness that you like. Um, and then you do two to three dashes of, of bitters. This one's not. And the brandy goes in last. 
Um, I mean, as long as you don't forget it, it doesn't really matter what order you do these in. How could you forget it? And then two ounces of the brandy. This is easily the worst part of quarantine is watching you make this cocktail. This virtual thing isn't working for me at all. I remember, uh, was it like back in like the 90s, they tried to invent smell-o-vision? Yeah. I mean, maybe I mean, even before that. I need to be able to like hand this through the, uh -huh. through the camera to you. All right, I'm going to go grab some ice real quick. You couldn't hear them. Now, do you have that sweet, like big, chunky, square bartender ice at your house? Yeah, so I actually, uh, again, I, I told you at the, at the top of this thing, I'm a nerd about this stuff. Uh -huh. So I actually bought a, uh, there's a company, I want to say it's based out of Massachusetts. At least that's where they ship from. Um, called Clearly Frozen. And they make this tray that freezes uh, perfectly clear ice cubes. It's a really good one. This is nerdy, but I totally appreciate it. So it's actually... I mean, you, we'll get off on a tangent if I start talking about ice. Um, when I teach bartender, you can kind of see here. Yes, yes. See, this is, this is really, it's a tease. Yeah. So when I tell bartenders, I teach bartenders about this stuff, and I talk about ice being sort of, um, I guess I can show you this. You know, give it a little stir. Yeah. Everything mixed, chilled, diluted. So when we talked about um, ice with bartenders who are training, we talk about the fact that it's one of those ingredients people don't really think about. Like ice is an ingredient, right? It's mm -hmm. going in the cocktail and as it melts, it's adding volume to the cocktail. So the quality of the ice has a huge impact on what that cocktail is going to look and taste like. Sure. When you have little trapped air bubbles that will cause the ice to break faster and it'll dilute the drink faster. And a great old fashioned should be sipped over a long period of time and it should develop over the course of sipping it. So when you have it breaking into little pieces, it melts faster and it dilutes faster, and that's not ideal. And then if you have things that are impure, if you're using, you know, ice with impurities in it, that will, uh, you know, affect the flavor. Everybody's had probably ice from their freezer that starts to take on the flavor of like, you know, those peas that have been in the back for six months or something. Like, yeah, the salmon I threw in there before it went bad, the chicken exactly. nuggets and the... Uh, and that's, that, those flavors, while attractive in the food itself, <laughs> maybe not so much in the old-fashioned. So. Yeah, the, sa the salmon's not working in the old-fashioned. I, I want to thank some people who are watching right now. Carol says, all right, excited to see some drinks. I think we all are. Uh, Joe is here. Stacy, Dan Richmond, Dan Richmond, uh, Darren is here, Patrick is here, Rick, uh, Sean, thank you all for joining us tonight. Uh, thank you. That right there is Thomas Moore from Let Us Entertain You. He is the Divisional Bar Training Manager, and we are, we are near the completion of an old-fashioned. Yes, here we go. I'm ready. Drain the drink off over the large cube. That looks it, refreshing. That looks like it, something I want right now. Through the magic of uh, Zoom television. I have a prepared garnish. That is magical. <laughs> that is magical. And there you go. And? <laughs> so these are being sold at L Woods. Is, is that strictly an L Woods thing or are other lettuce restaurants doing that? Uh, a lot of our restaurants are doing cocktail kits. So specifically, the Wisconsin Old Fashioned is an L Woods thing, but yeah. um, we're doing kits out of many of our other concepts. RPM has them, Summerhouse has them um abba 
Beatrix. It's one of those things, like I said, we all, Three Dots, Bub City, all those places. It's one of those things where we all, like I said, we were trying to figure out ways to to bring up part of the experience. We, the food stuff, the food food delivery and food pickup stuff, That's we sort of worked that out as a culture. Yeah. Um, but this is a, sort of a new thing for us to try to figure out and try to figure out creative ways to get that experience fully in the home. Well, and also we're in a situation where if we're going out, we don't want to make multiple stops. Right. So if I'm going out to pick up a giant bag of food from Elle Woods, let me do the take care of the cocktails there too, instead of running to a liquor store or a grocery store. Let me once mm-hmm. one stop shopping is key right now. Minimize your time out, get what you need, get back home. I had a woman today at Elwood's pick up food and she saw that we had these Moscow mule kits and she was like, that sounds like something I want with dinner tonight. And I was like, I'm happy to give you one. <laughs> that, that is a fantastic <laughs> impulse purchase. Yeah. I fully supported that purchase. I'm sure you did. Uh, did you want to try to make another cocktail or am I putting you on the spot? Um, sure. Maybe. I mean, what do you want to see? I got pretty well, much everything know, here. So again, the people who are watching or listening, we're stuck at home. So we're, we're living with the ingredients we have. We're not going yeah, out. We're not, that are easy. We're not going to be muddling anything. We're not going to be finding any kind of exotic mixers. What, what, what's a good, simple drink that doesn't make us feel like we're on skid row. Um, I mean, I can tell you like my personal, uh, favorite probably would be a pineapple daiquiri. See, now that, love- that sounds like that would be hard to make. No. It's not here. I'll go grab. I, it's, okay. I have, it'll take me 15 seconds. Not even. I will give you that 15 seconds. I want to thank Denise who just joined us. Also Mark and Eddie and Stephanie and Joe. Thank you for watching. It is Carcoon Carney. I'm doing this every night. Uh, back in February, January, I used to do this in my car, but now I do it from right here in what I laughingly call my home office. That right there is Thomas. Uh, we were talking earlier about how El Woods over in Lincolnwood, it's right, right off uh, Tui, very close to the Eden's exit. Uh, they do these, to-go kits with booze. You can make your own like Wisconsin old fashioned at home you bring your food home, make a couple cocktails and make the night something special. Uh, tomorrow night on Car Con Carne, Quarantine Con Carne, Veil of Maya, a long running, uh, beloved, respected, super heavy, mostly death metal band from Chicago. Uh, joining me, some true guitar virtuosity in that band, Veil of Maya. Uh, then in the days to come, Super Kick will be joining me. They're a fun, pop-punky sort of band, a fun sort of pop-punky band. Also next week, I will have, oh, I forgot, I've got Jamal Eigel, a uh, comic book artist, who I'm kind of excited about. He'll be joining on Wednesday. And then, I know I had someone else booked for next week. Oh, yeah, the Popo Report, my friends, the cops. Uh, the Popo Report, Paul and Lupe, who do a show about police work and law and order on WLSAM on the weekend. They'll be joining me to talk about cop stuff. These guys are pure Chicago police and uh, that's always fun talking to them. All right. So Thomas is back. All right. We're talking pineapple daiquiris. I mean, this is just, this is, I guess you would say guilty pleasure, but I don't think I still, I don't feel guilty. I don't, about I don't it, believe in guilty pleasures. Yeah, I, I, don't, used to, I, don't. I used to when I was younger, whether it was music or cocktails, guilty yeah. pleasures are bullshit. You like what you like. Yeah. So this is, the daiquiri in general is just such a simple drink to begin with. It's lime, sugar, and spirit, rum. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, all the stuff that we did to it afterwards, all the blended and the strawberry and stuff, that all came later. It originated as just like a, a rum, 
sugar and lime drink. And it's best when it's simple like that. So I'm going to juice a lime here. Mm -hmm. Try to get about an ounce of lime juice. Now these and having, a juice, having a juicer is key. You, you don't want to just cut a lemon or a lime and try to squeeze it with your hand. You won't get everything out of it. You need one of those legit the hand, hand, hand juices. Yeah. yeah. They make, they make like really gangster versions of this that are these huge hand press guys that are beautiful, but I, you know, they're expensive. I don't have yeah. <laughs> and that works fine for the one or two I make at home. You're gangster enough. Yeah. And then, uh, you do, ordinarily you would do like simple syrup. This is actually simple syrup with demerara sugar. Um, so a little bit richer in flavor. And simple syrup is just water and sugar. Yeah, one to one by weight. Mm -hmm. One part by weight sugar, one part by weight water. Um, you get that, you know, you get an ounce of lime juice, three quarters of an ounce of uh, like a demerara or any kind of simple syrup. And then two ounces of rum. And when I use the pineapple, this is what I mean by it being easy. Bartenders, one of bartenders' favorite rums. This is Plantation Stiggins Fancy Pineapple Rum. So all of the work to make that flavor is done by these producers. Um, they, I, I, I swear, I smelled the rum when you opened it. I smelled it over here. Right. The, the sound of the cork. I, I, I could get that waft over yeah. where I am. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you just uh, give this thing a good long hard shake, strain it into this coop here, and. Um, you know, be transported to an island. Thomas, can we become best friends? Yeah, I think that's a stepbrother's quote, I think. I think we did just become. Yes, yeah, there it is. There it is. Here we go. That's a pro right there. You're watching a true professional shake it up there. I can honestly say I've never shaken a cocktail sitting down before. It's a new experience. There it is. Some people will garnish this with like a lime something. I don't really believe in that. I think the garnish gets in the way of the daiquiri. This thing, you want to just drink this thing as as possible. So it's gorgeous. And the verdict? And it's, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it literally tastes like liquid vacation. It is immediately transports you. I love it. Actually, that may be even a better reason to drink one right now. I am, <laughs> yes. if I close my eyes, I'm on a beach. Yeah, it's it was gray and dreary, and it's been raining like crazy. Now's a good time to be beach-focused. So good call. Okay, so at Elwood's, you've got the, the drink-to-go kits. Uh, mm -hmm. You've got uh, Moscow Mules and Old Fashions. Is that is that it? Oh, uh, yeah, two different Old Fashions. The Classic, which is a bourbon-based Old Fashioned, and then the Wisconsin, which is brandy-based. Uh, a Manhattan kit and a Moscow Mule kit. That is so Supper Club. Right on. Yeah. El L Woods is on Lincoln Avenue, just uh, south of Tui yeah. and just east of Eden's Expressway. It's been one of my favorite places for a very long time. Uh, but the whole lettuce entertain you chain, all the restaurants in and around the city and burbs, absolutely love. I mean, what I like, there's, there's just a higher standard. You know when you get food from a lettuce restaurant, you're getting a good meal. Like you don't walk out disappointed. I went to Shaw's a couple weeks ago, hadn't been there in years, a couple weeks, a couple months ago. Hadn't been there in years. Everything was just, I mean, unchanged just as good as the last time i went years ago that's that's lettuce entertaining that's nice of you to say i can tell you we the teams that i work with genuinely care about getting good food to people taking care of people we gen like we genuinely believe that i know it sounds like a thing i'm supposed to say but but i mean truly the teams really want to do right by the people coming in well i'm glad to see the lettuce restaurants are hanging in there 
all things considered. And yeah. this is not an ideal time for anyone, but especially the service industry. So thanks for doing what you do. We'll keep it's my supporting. pleasure. I'm honestly happy to do it. I've been awesome. very fortunate that I've been able to turn a thing I love into the thing I do for work. Yeah, that's, that's the American dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to thank everyone for watching on Facebook Live. I am going to kill the Facebook Live now. Thank you for watching. And thank you. Thank you very much.